So welcome to another episode of BG Chats, a conversation between me and Bishop Gaston team members. Um, this is Antonio Stinson, your host, but I'm also the digital storyteller here at Bishop Gaston. And today I am pleased to be joined by JC Metz, our CLS and Finance Administration Coordinator. How are you? I'm great. Happy to be here. So I know for you, you started here as an intern. Yes. So kind of tell me what kind of led to you taking the internship? So I'm in the um, healthcare administration program at MUSC, and they require all their students that are on campus to do a 40-hour week full-time internship all summer to get those credits. So it was something that I was lightly forced into for the program, but we could choose which direction we wanted to go. And all of my classmates went to the big hospital setting. I knew that's not something I wanted to do. Um, I had already done a couple internships in the new children's hospital. I knew I just didn't like how impersonal that setting was and thought I was interested in long-term care, spoke to a few advisors, and they told me if that's the direction I wanted to go, that Bishop Gadsden was the place to be. So I emailed Katie Jane, literally just Googled her name, or like Googled Bishop Gadsden, her name came up on the internet, and I emailed her and begged for an interview. So (laughs) that's how I got here. (laughs) So what was your experience like as an intern? I loved it, obviously. I didn't even finish out my internship. I saw a job posting and was like, I want to stay. Um, So that was another instance where I begged Katie. I was like, can I apply? Please give me this job. Um, But it was great. I came in. um, It was a few weeks before we were opening the Glen. So it was just, it was a crazy time to come in. I got kind of thrown into the deep end. But I loved it because I feel like that really forced me to learn my way around really quickly. Learn the residents. Um, and to get to be a part of something like that was incredible. And to be able to put that on a resume as an intern, um, I just feel like it really immersed me really well and really like allowed me to see the culture um, in a way that I don't think I would have if there wasn't something of that caliber happening at the time. And, you know, thinking about going back to when I was in my senior year of college, you know, and remembering how all of us were like trying to get a job right out of college mm-hmm. and worrying about that. What was that like for you to be able to kind of get a job like honestly just instantly you know right from your internship how did that feel for you yeah um so my program is great about like they anticipate that that's always the goal with those summer internships but I was the first one in my class to be able to say that I had secured a job um and it felt great and especially knowing that it was somewhere that I loved like I just immediately like stepped into Bishop Gadsden and loved it and like I said didn't want to leave um but that's just it's a great feeling like I'm the kind of person that would rather work then sit in a classroom all day. Um, so it, just, it feels good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so what do you love about it? The culture is a big thing. Like it was, I don't feel like I've ever met a stranger here. Even employees that like I, or team members that I don't know formally. Like everyone's just so good about like reading off the name tag and there's always a smile. Um, there are residents that know my name that I'm, sure I've never met them before it's just word of mouth and like everyone's just so friendly and like it's it's, I'm not gonna say little family because it's a huge place but it feels like a family do you have like a favorite memory or like a favorite event that you've been a part of so far oh I feel like favorite memory and favorite events are two different things um favorite event it's not like a singular event, but like I'll just go back to the move because that was just such like a, a huge thing. And especially the grand opening that I was helping Kimberly 
um, with a lot. That was a lot of fun and delivering gift baskets. I love the stuff where I get to go like one-on-one with residents, like going door to door and knocking and interacting that way. I love that kind of thing. Now, is there anything that surprised you about Bishop Gaston when you got here? All of it. I, I had no idea what to expect. I had never heard of Bishop Gadsden. I had never been this far out. Like, I never come to James Island. I live downtown. Had no idea what to expect. I just knew that people had highly recommended it. So coming in, I had no expectations. So the whole thing, like, I was blown away. I remember going home after my first day, like, coming to sign papers for my internship, and I told my roommate, I was like, can I please drive you back to campus? Like, you have to see this place. It's incredible. So let's fast forward maybe a year from now. A local college invites you to come speak to a class of students about Bishop Gaston. What are some of the things that you would tell these students about what it's like to work here and why maybe they should look into applying to a job for themselves? It's just a culture thing. Like, I realistically know that there are classmates I have that are going to step into the corporate hospital setting and make a ton of more money than I will in the positions that I'm in now, but it's a matter of me loving what I do. Um, and it's just the people and I think it has to do with personality and fit with the team and it's just it's the interpersonal part of it and you know for me coming here I was also very surprised by pretty much everything just like you said and I think one of the things I was really surprised about the most is how much I got out of it just from a personal level Mm -hmm. Um, because people here I mean you kind of touched on earlier but the culture, the people here are very supportive of you. Um, like, I had to get a certification to do some, some of my work here, and they supported my study time for the, the test and things like that. Um, so is there anything maybe personally that you have gotten out of it so far beyond just, you know, being able to do the one-on-one residence, things like that? I think just like you kind of led into, but the mentorship with everyone here. Like, I feel very baby. Um, Like, I just turned 23 this past Monday. Like, I know I'm really young. And so I'm just constantly in awe of everyone that's, like, moving around me and just in every position and every department. Because I'm kind of everywhere. Because I'm between finance and CLS. And CLS is everywhere all the time. Um, So just everyone I get to witness, I'm just in awe of. And I feel like I'm constantly learning. And like you said, everyone's just so good at encouraging Um, and it's always a teaching moment. Like everyone is always telling me like, please ask questions. Like we're happy to explain like it. And that's just how you get a well-rounded, um, individual and well-rounded worker is people willing to explain things and you can't be embarrassed to ask questions. That's another big thing is that's something that I probably struggled with more in the school setting, hospital setting, because it's so intimidating. And here there's not that fear. Like if you want to know something you ask and you know, you're going to get a gracious answer. Was that, do you think, due to leadership, like why you'd be more nervous in like a classroom, hospital setting compared to here? Yeah, leadership is a big thing. And just it's, I keep using the word, um, well, what word have I been using? The, um, it's not as personal. Like it's, there's a wall between you and leadership in those sort of settings. It's very staggered. Um, you're moving up the ladder kind of thing. And here it's just not like that. Like everyone's working side by side, regardless of what position or title you have. And you mentioned just a second ago about you being part of both CLS and finance. Mm -hmm. So for those who are listening who aren't aware, um, CLS is our community life services department. They do a lot of our events and activities. Um, 
they're they, they do a lot of stuff with like residents in their homes that they need something like mm-hmm. they're very hands-on with a lot of stuff that we do here at bishop gaston um so kind of tell me what is the kind of the difference between your work days when you're with finance and when you're with cls they're drastically <laughs> different um that was a really big learning curve for me because my internship was strictly cls um, but in order to get me full time, Katie worked it out with finance for me to do two days a week in the finance department and then be able to be with her the rest of the week. Um, it's drastically different. And at first I was really worried I wouldn't like the finance side of it because I didn't like my finance classes in school. And I just had this, I hadn't met any of the girls back there in that department. And I just had this image in my head of like, really like just on their computers, like not going to be fun, really boring, like and I've told them this. <laughs> like they, they wouldn't hear that and think that's a shock. Um, but they're just not like that. It's such fun personalities. Um, but the difference is that the finance days are a lot of behind the desk. Um, I mean, it's processing checks. It's it's finance. It's accounting things. It's numbers. It's Excel, um, which is a great learning opportunity for me. I wouldn't have necessarily said that it's an area I wanted to go into, but now I'm so at home there, too. Um, And like I said, it's the team that makes it wonderful. And I feel like I've learned so much of it, being able to apply things that we've like directly studied in my program. Like that's been a great opportunity. Um, And then like you said, CLS is, on CLS days, I walk seven plus miles a day. Like (laughs) it's just, it's constantly moving. It's constantly interacting with different people. So the difference is night and day, but they're both really valuable and they're both like great teams. Um, So now let's talk a little bit about the future okay what is like your goal do you want to you know move up here is there somewhere else you would want to go is are you even thinking about that right now like what is your your goals i mean it's something i think about in passing i'm not necessarily sitting down plotting like i'm not one to have a 10-step plan or a 10-year that's just not how i roll i'm very i tend to be very spontaneous but i do know that as of right now i'm so happy here like I have no plan of leaving I have no intent to look at other places I and which is interesting because coming into MUSC I grew up in Arkansas did my undergrad in Florida moved here strictly for school didn't know if I was going to stay didn't know where I was going to move to like had no ties here and that's one of the questions Katie asked me in my interview for the job was um if I saw myself staying here and I was like honestly like I just I don't look that far ahead but I feel like I fit so well here now that, like, this is home. Um, I'm making it my home. So I'm happy here. I <laughs> plan on staying. And that's honestly a really good feeling. And honestly, that's a pretty special thing because, you know, a lot of people, I've been out of school about three, four years now, and seeing people already moving around to two, three different places already. Um, to feel like you already found a place that, that's like home is pretty mm-hmm. special. So now let's talk about stuff outside of Bishop Gaston. So tell me, what is like something that you enjoy? What is a hobby for you outside of work? So I do anything to be outside at all times. Um, that's which, like I'm, I mentioned, I grew up in Arkansas, so there's not much to do besides outside there. That's just how I was raised. Um, I own a kayak. I take it out as much as I can. I've gotten into some really probably not great situations in that thing because I'm, <laughs> like I said, tend to be spontaneous. I've gotten myself in some trouble. Um, but yeah, anything outdoors, love to be on the water. I like to fish. Um, what's the biggest (laughs) fish you've caught? Oh, I'm not, I have no idea. 
I don't know. I'm not one of those that, like, measures it and weighs it and does, like, competitions. It's one of those things. Most of the time I catch, like, little brim or, like, little, like, just, I just like to be there. Um, a lot of people don't like to take me with them because I talk all the time. And when they go, it's to relax. And I'm I'm there for the social aspect. See, I was going to ask you about that. Because for me, I don't go fishing because I get bored. Oh, no. I'll go with you. <laughs> I It's never boring when I'm there. Yeah. Because it's the same situation where people want to go to relax. They want the nice, quiet peacefulness of it. And I'm just like, okay, can I get a nibble on, on my hook by now or... I'm not a relaxing individual (laughs) and not to say that like I'm a stress ball or I just love to be doing stuff I like to be busy um I I have to have background noise I will lose my mind if it's a really quiet like even I I go hiking a lot and when I'm with friends like I'll be singing and they're like okay can we can we respect the nature like can we let it be silent and I just that's not how I am I do, I do respect the nature. I just, I have my human noise that, <laughs> that I contribute. All right, so let's say, let's say you're going on a hiking trip today. Okay. What song are you singing? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me look at what so I'm assuming you're probably singing a song that you've been listening to more recently, I would assume, so I'm just... Um, I listen to everything, and I said, like, I don't have a specific genre, I tend to lean, like, country, indie, very Granola Girl-esque type stuff. Also a big Taylor Swift girl. You're and actually my second Taylor Swift person on this podcast. Is Kayshawn the other one? Yeah, he's the yeah. other one. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see. I really don't know. I That's so hard because I have so many... Um, Like a Cowboy is a good one by Parker McCollum. That's a good one. I'll say that one. Okay. So, which Taylor Swift song is your go-to song? Like, do you have, like, a favorite one, even if it's an older one? I like, um, I like her newer albums. I like the folksier ones. I like Ivy a lot. That's a good one. Um, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, Kayshawn might come for me. I can't think of the exact name. But the, (laughs) the, um, The Great American Dynasty, or whatever that one is. I like that album. Okay. Yeah. So now, if we were to look at your music playlist, is there something in there? Because you said you listen to everything. Mm -hmm. Is there something in there that somebody would be surprised that you listen to? It could be something from like back in the day. It could be, I don't know, a genre that people don't (laughs) listen to. Like, I mean, is there anything? I don't know if you want me to say this, (laughs) but lately, and I'm embarrassed. It's horrific. But lately, me and my roommate have been really into Young Gravy. And it's just funny because, and so for those of you listening who aren't aware of Young Gravy, he, I call him almost like a weird Al Yankovic of, of rap, of yeah. modern rap. He's not good. So, okay, where, like, would there ever be a hiking trip where you're, instead of you're singing, you're rapping Young Gravy lyrics? Is this a possibility? Absolutely. This is. Okay. Well, next time <laughs> that happens. It's whatever's in my head, yeah. Next time that happens, I need somebody to record it so we can see that. Okay. Because I have to... <laughs> I'll do it for you. I'll selfie record it. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is there anything else that, you know, people, you know, fun fact about you, something that people who work with you don't know about you? Oh, I have lots of fun facts. I My freshman year of undergrad, I got hit by a car. I was crossing the street going to get beignets. 
And a lady ran a stop sign going to pick up her grandkid. Oh, wow. Hit me with her car. Drove away. People came running out of the restaurant. Chased her car down. I'm laying in the street. People, like, move me to the sidewalk. And she comes back and is like, well, are you going to call the police or what? I have to go get my grandson. And I honestly probably wouldn't have called the cops. Like, I was so embarrassed that I had been hit by a car. Like, I was mortified. I wasn't even worried about the fact that I was hurt. But then she was rude to me. So I was like, well, absolutely, I'm calling the police. Um, I have the worst, best luck in the world. That's a, everything in my life that can go wrong will go wrong. But it always turns out okay. So, <laughs> that's how I like to describe it. Yeah, I'm glad you explained that. Because like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I do feel feel you when you say that the how'd you say the best worst luck luck in the world best worst luck yeah yeah it does always seem like what can go wrong will go wrong but then somehow it, it turns out okay anyway yeah that's very interesting that <laughs> I like yes. that I'm gonna write that one down <laughs> the, the best worst luck in the world yeah so now because you went by it kind of quickly here but we went backtrack so you got hit by a car yes what like what was the aftermath so you said you got hurt yeah so oh yeah what was the extent of your well, injuries? So I, the adrenaline in the moment, I really didn't think I was hurt. Like, I was, like, trying to get up, and I was laughing hysterically. And people were like, ma'am, you're in shock. Like, we're calling 911. Like, lay down. Um, And I really wasn't seriously injured. I broke two ribs. Um, My back hurt me severely for a while. They thought I had dislocated, like, my, I don't know how to say it in medical terms. Like, the L4 was mentioned. Um, They're, like... It was stuff like that, and when you're in college and living in, like, bunk beds, <laughs> that's really not ideal. It was horrible. Um, I slept on the floor and the couch for several nights while recovering. Had a concussion, but that's nothing new for me. Um. <laughs> so you had multiple concussions, too? Oh, yeah. From, from oh, what? From sports in high school, oh. several car accidents. Aaron knows this, but um, I have a bumper sticker on the back of my car that says... You just got passed by a bad driver because I'm literally the where I shouldn't have a driver's license. And I probably shouldn't say that because they just gave me a van key to one of the Bishop guys. <laughs> but, but it's 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 never car accidents with other people, though. It's like I've hit guardrails. I've backed into poles. I ran into a gas pump at the gas station one time. Like it's to, oh, I ran down my dad's new fence at home one time. Oh, my God. But that's because I was driving, so he used to restore classic cars for museums, and so it, was, it wasn't an automatic transmission, and it wasn't working right. Like, it was not me. The car would not break, and I literally just tore down his fence, blew right through it, but. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> well, you know, you talked about the ribs, like, I don't ride fair rides to this day because I cracked a rib like on one of the rides back in high school. Oh. Which so, what ride? It was like one of the the rides that it's kinda like you're on a I think you're like in a pirate ship or something and then it like goes around. Oh like it just swings? Yeah like, like that, one of the swinging ones. How did you do that? I think it's because the bar wasn't like fully like secure and so when we were doing the swinging my like body kind of sw- like swayed over and then like hit yeah. the bar, and I think it just hit in the perfect spot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, having two broken ribs on top of a concussion, even though I guess you're used to them apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then your back. I mean, that's 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 still serious enough. I mean, back injuries yeah. are no joke. But it wasn't 
like, I didn't have to stay in the hospital. Right. You know, like, I went into the ER. I think I did stay the night because it happened late in the evening. And, you know, they have to discharge you. And, like, it's just a whole thing. So that's what I mean by, like, not super serious. Right, right, right. Like, they were able to send me home with serious painkillers. And I lived on the fifth floor of my dorm building in a bunk bed, like I said. So it was it was horrific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what happened once you called the police with the, the person that hit you? Okay, so this was like five years ago now and we are still in like legal like the lady won't pay for my hospital bills and like won't like she's fighting everything so it's still going on (laughs) yeah um so you mentioned sports as well so what sports did you play um i was a big softball girl that was my main one um and then i did volleyball a little bit but i'm on the shorter side so i could only play libero Hmm. so i wasn't like crazy volleyball girl but I did it a couple seasons so um I was about to ask what position did you play in softball so I was center field and then my junior and senior seasons I rotated sometimes as catcher which I wasn't great at that because our coach was really big on like you have to trash talk them like you're trying to throw them off like that kind of thing like they wanted you to be really aggressive and I'm not like like I was like oh my gosh I love your hair like (laughs) I wasn't great at that part of it but I had a good arm so, <laughs> <laughs> so then I I need to know how did you get the concussions? Did the ball hit you? Oh, so or? yeah, practices. One time I took a line drive to the face, broke my oh. nose. Um, yeah, that was rough. Volleyball, I got a couple. Like I would have girls land on top of me because we yeah. wouldn't call off the ball, like stuff like that. Like head and head in the gym floor. It wasn't asphalt, but like the concrete, yeah, yeah. like stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of BG Chats. Be on the lookout for more extraordinary stories.